everybody, welcome to the A to Z podcast. And today on Message Monday, we're continuing into the series Irresistible. And this is going on week four now. As you guys already know, though, my name's Alex. And I'm Zach. And we, like I said, we're continuing week four of Irresistible. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still going to the story of the prodigal son. Yeah, which I'm happy about. Still a good story, by the way. I think we've we've already raved about it already. Um, but we, they, Travis, Travis went, not past the party, but it was kind of like, all right, for those of you that know the prodigal son, basically, usually more often than not, when the story ends is when the, when the younger son comes home mm-hmm. and everybody's like, all right, let's party it up. Yeah. And like happily ever after. Yes. And it's like, all right, that's it. Um, but he, but Travis went passed a little happily ever after party mm-hmm. and he went through the eyes of the older son yeah. who was i mean would you say the opposite of the younger son yeah in this story you kind of had an opposite role uh the, the characteristics of the the older son was a very religiously bound mm-hmm. person he always followed rules he kind of um, guided it off religion which is not a bad thing yeah, uh, but the big thing that was focused on was, well, wild living, which is the younger son. Yeah, there are ways to repent from that, mm-hmm. but there also are ways to repent from religious living, uh, mm-hmm. and we mean that in the term of over religious or, or what would be what would be the word because. See, just too much yeah. religion sometimes. And there is some, there is such things like that. No, 100%. And I really enjoyed that because, I mean, wild living, obviously, you could figure that out. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you're doing this. Just go back to the, go back to the roots. Go back to home base, uh, like the younger son did, and, and go back to your, the father, which, which in this case would be the Lord or, or Christianity as a whole. Mm-hmm. But as the older son, when, when that question was posed, was, how do you repent from religious living? Yeah. And that's kind of the big thing that, that Travis went through uh, for this sermon overall. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I heard this, one of the contexts I kind of went into uh, when I thought about kind of, yeah, being over-religious... Mm-hmm was with parents to their kids when it comes to things like um like santa claus yeah so it's like oh i'll never lie to my kid i will tell them right off the bat hey santa claus is a lie yeah type of stuff and it's like okay is that technically the right thing to do yes (laughs) is it Technically, it is. Okay, okay, okay. Because the right thing to do is not lie to your kids. Yeah. Don't teach them to lie. But it's like, okay, how much and how seriously are you going to take that? Yeah. You know? And I I think it's just translated over to people that are over-religious. Yeah. It's like, yes, it is true that here's all the things that 
God wants us to do and yada yada. But the this the thing that has to change mm-hmm. with that or be a priority with the parents over kids and your quote unquote religion is the relationship. Yeah. Your relationship with God and your relationship with your kids should always take precedent. I agree. I agree. And I think I don't I don't know if Trav outright said that. Yes. But that's kind of how I received it is like no matter what if it jeopardizes your relationship with Jesus then go a different route. Yeah. You know, just because I can't um I don't know, go out to um evangelize to someone. Yes. Let's say for example. Cuz like, oh well, you're not doing the right thing. Like, you're not a good Christian if you're not going out and 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 um preaching the word to everyone. It's like, well, is that technically what God wants us to do? Yeah. Yes. I mean, no one can debate that, but here's the thing. The relationship takes priority, and what that means is if if that's something you're not comfortable with, if if that's really hard for you, go about it a different way. Agreed. And that doesn't mean that you're a bad person. Mm-mm. Okay? Not at all. It, it, it's just you're human. You, you, everyone has to kind of look at it differently. And so... I think that's I think that's a huge takeaway from it. Yeah, that is super important because yeah. people get caught up in a rule book. Yeah, by far. Yeah, and I, I, the way I saw it was just uh, just don't take yourself too seriously, you know. Mm-hmm. Because I think what that restricts is that restricts failure, that restricts making mistakes, that restricts messing up. Because at the end of the day. You, in all honesty, you're gonna mess up. Every everybody's listening to this. Zach, you're messing up. I'm messing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody in life is gonna mess up, and I think that restricts you from progressing as far as that relationship you're talking about with with the Lord, with your parents, with your brother, with your sister, and just stuff like that. I think that that kind of restricts it because then you're walking around with oh I the, those condescending kind of speeches like Chad was mm-hmm. saying like oh you may drink but i don't yeah those, those condescending ways of telling people like mm-hmm. hey I'm, I'm better than you yeah and it may not be perceived like that it may just be you you following the rules and then that's how you want to portray it but to other mm-hmm. people it's like all right like do you do you really are do you really i i don't know how to explain it, but like are you do you think you're better than God, or do you think you're you're better than everyone else? Yeah. With it, so. Yeah, and and to piggyback off of that real quick, um, I think if you have, if you were born in the church, mm-hmm. and your parents have been very devoted Christians, yeah. which I don't think think is any bad. I mean, those are my parents. I, I grew yes. up in that in that household. Um, I was even, I was probably more sheltered than most, you know, if you're in that upbringing, here's what I would speak over you. And I, I say because of how I've kind of experienced it and learned from it, it's going to be a lot easier for you to step into a Pharisee role of, Hey, 
I did the right thing. I learned all this. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'm default better than you. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to go as far to say like, oh, you actively know that on our, and are seeking out to let people know that. Eh, I don't think anyone or I think very few people do that. I think... I think it's just drilled in our heads, and without us even knowing it, we give off that vibe. Yeah. So, if you or if, you, if you're in that position, I would I would tell you to listen to that because that's something I noticed. You know that people will hear and and receive mm-hmm. a person like me as. Oh, Zach, you you're better than me. Yeah. Because you did all this stuff. Yeah. And it's very easy for me to get in that um role. Yeah. And you have to actively keep in mind what it looks like to not you know, be a Pharisee. Yeah. Be a Pharisee in that way. Um you know, I remember well, it it's only been amplified for me. Maybe that's why I've I've noticed it more mm-hmm. and had to work on it because I'm in a position where I'm a youth pastor and I'm a young adults pastor and people will default put me there. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Without me even doing anything. And I'm I'm not saying that for a pity party. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just saying I have been put in a position where it's a lot easier for me to see mm-hmm. because I'll hear um I'll hear that someone is it, oh, I don't even know how to explain it. It's it's like even if I don't say anything, mm-hmm. people will make up their mind on yeah. what they do and don't tell me. Yeah, it's like a pre- preconceived notion. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to actively work to earn their trust. Yes. And their openness. Yeah, of them being like, "Oh, Zach, like you're not going to judge me. Mm-hmm. You're not a Pharisee. It's like, no. Oh, 100%, dude. I, I completely agree, yeah. Now, it, it, it's going to be easier for almost everyone listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. If, if you're in, in my position more on the, you've been raised in the church and all that stuff, it's going to be easier than I've had it as of recent. Mm-hmm. But it, it's just something worth flagging. Yeah. You know, because I, I, I just want to speak on, before we go on the other side of the spectrum, I just think if you're on, on that side... Um, I think it's great. I think it's great because you have been raised in such a great environment your whole yeah. life. But there's some there's some takeaways or there's some drawbacks that I think should be addressed. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And as far as that notion of, oh, I'm going to judge you from, from mm-hmm. we'll just say in your case of uh, you've grown up in church, you've attended church every Sunday, you mm-hmm. went to those Easter services, you helped out, you volunteered, and now you're a youth pastor, for example. Yeah. Uh, those, I think those type kind of inhibit, or not inhibit, prohibit, kind of a lot of relationships of of people that are the opposite of you, uh, mm-hmm. never attended church and are broken, uh, don't know who God is, and those sometimes are the I mean, the best relationships, those are some of the best relationships you could, you could make because mm-hmm. they show you the other side. It shows you that side, and 
it helps you really do God's work. Whereas if you are, I mean, again, just feeling like you, I mean, not even feeling like it, but just giving off the vibes like I'm better than you, it kind of restricts or it, it makes those types of relationships kind of flee away. Mm-hmm. Because those, I feel like those are some of the best. Because they teach you, not, not some of the best, but they teach you the most mm-hmm. as far as how God works and who God is. And it really helps you put into perspective kind of the other part Chav was going on with the older son saying, I, I've, I've, I've done all this backbreaking labor. I've done all this for you. I've never gone out of line. But you would never, you'd never kill a, a calf for me or you'd never kill a cow for me. Mm-hmm. And the way the dad approached it was, I would give you everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just said, you were just too focused on God's work or, or religion, the religious aspect. Yeah. And I think that's that's another good point because I get caught in it too because I I think to myself, oh, well, I go to church, I volunteer, I help out. How come this person got that? And, mm-hmm. and I'm still over here. He, he didn't even do any of that. He didn't volunteer. Yeah. He's only been to church. Why is he getting that? Why is he doing all this? Why is he able to explore all this? Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, I found that answer in the sermon was, the Lord has everything for you already. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need to talk to him. Sometimes you need to be honest and communicate with them, which is it's a big thing for anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hear that all the time in marriages. Communication is key. Communication is key. This is no different. This is still a relationship with God. Yep. You, you, you need to communicate, hey, Lord, I feel like this, this, and this. And then the Lord will respond to you in, in the way he feels is fit or the way he has planned for you already. Mm-hmm. So just, I mean, leading off of what you said, that was another point that I saw as far as uh, this sermon goes. So. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's a perfect segue because it, it goes to the other side of the spectrum of like, you know, okay, if you are in that position, if you have grown up in that household, mm-hmm. it's like, it's also very easy to go on the other side and say, oh, like, why are they doing all that? Mm-hmm. And I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not adding up yeah. in, in my head, you yeah. know? I, I think I'm it's crunching easy. the numbers. Yeah, I, I just don't. I, I, I think it's it easy off. to go there too. I have been there as well. <laughs> um, I rem- I'll say a quick story. I just thought of this. It, um, <clears throat> when I was in high school, I was looking for a job. I was starting that grind. Oh yes, sir. And it took me about a year and a half to two years to get a job. Really, which was very very difficult on mm-hmm. me because. Um, make a long story short, yeah. Um, yeah. I wanted to date Tori my sophomore year. Okay. Um, and I specifically remember praying to God and I was, I was like, God, like, I want your blessing for this. Yeah. And so one of the things I felt like he said was, Hey, you need a job Agreed. before yeah. I give you my blessing. 
Um, and so I kind of always held on to that of like, okay, I'm going to really work hard to get this thing. Mm-hmm. And I worked my freaking butt off. Mm-hmm. I applied it so many places. Um, I researched how to come at it certain ways and, and yeah. hopefully get better and better And when it comes to applying. And nothing. And I would see other people be getting hired at these places. Mm-hmm. Not just like horrible places, like good jobs too. Yeah. You know? Uh, I know that feeling, yeah. And I was like, what the actual F? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I yeah. have done nothing wrong. Yeah. I've been a good Christian. Yeah. I've been doing all these things, and they're getting jobs? Yeah. I could tell, I could give you a list of all the things <laughs> that they're failing at. Yeah. And I seriously, I remember having that conversation with someone. Yeah. And it was like, they kind of knocks some sense into me yeah thankfully because like dude like wow like you are such a pharisee right now you know <laughs> i didn't say that directly but that's what they communicate that's that's what they portray to you yeah, yeah. and it was it was kind of this news flash of like wow it's not about me yeah it's not about what i've done and th- to to go a tiny bit deeper like that's that's the moral of the story but like mm-hmm. Something I would go a little bit deeper in for me personally, kind of end it on what I learned, is God had a plan for me with timing on me yeah. getting a job. If he wanted to get give me a job, he would have given it to me within the first couple months. Yeah. The thing is, he wanted to teach me and he wanted to show me stuff in that year and a half. Yeah. And now that I look back, I'm so happy I didn't get a job sooner. And I'm so happy I got a job at the place I did because um, I remember <clears throat> I got I got a job my senior year. Okay. So I, I started my sophomore, and it wasn't until my senior year yeah. that I, I, I got a job. And I remember, obviously, God's timing. Um, I remember <clears throat> I, I called McDonald's, mm-hmm. and they were like, uh, I was like, hey, I want to apply. Like, can I come get an application? Yeah. Like, or should I print one out and all that stuff? And they're like, here, just come down and, you know, you can fill it out here. Yeah. I was like, okay. So I go there, um, <clears throat> fill it out. And they're talking to me. Oh, actually, <clears throat> I didn't fill one out. I'm sorry. I didn't even fill out an application. Oh, cool. I went up there and like, here, like, let's just talk. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I didn't even think it was an interview. Yeah. But we're talking. And by the time I realized it's an interview, it was like a normal conversation, it felt like. Yeah. They're like, okay, like, here, like, when do you want to start? And I was like, no way. No way. And I was like, uh, like, oh, it's just possible, all this stuff. Yeah. And it was just like, I had done so much more work Mm -hmm. on things that didn't pan out. Yeah. Like, let me tell you, like, I remember just, I did a lot of stuff yeah. to try and get it. And for God just to literally give it to me, yeah. for me, it was like, wow, like, it's all in his timing. Yeah. And not only was it his timing, but the location too. I I used to hate McDonald's. <laughs> I used to hate it with a passion. Okay. <clears throat> I'm sorry, there's something stuck in my freaking throat. <clears> throat> Yeah, dude. I mean, just I'll speak on it real quick. It's mm-hmm. crazy. It's crazy. Uh, just the things you don't see. 
that God's working with. So yeah, yeah, you can continue with your story. Thank you, thank you. So, I mean, even the location. Yeah. So I used Hey McDonald's, and I would actually tell you, I'm like, dude, I am never going to eat at McDonald's. I hate that place. <laughs> and if you if if you um, meet people from the youth group I was in, like the people in there. They they would they would say the same like oh yeah Zach like he would rip on people yeah. that would eat there too oh god so anyways I would always say like I'm not applying at McDonald's yeah and so the first time I applied I, I got it but um I went to I went to more of like a poverty location so I I went to the one off of Lincoln yes um, right by the freeway right by the freeway um, and if you don't know it's just like it's it's the it's on the lower end yeah it's, it's not like it's it's, it's not like, very much yeah. lower end and i was the minority there so <laughs> i was one of two other white employees there <laughs> yeah it there wasn't just like three employees like there was a lot yeah i was just like the only white guy pretty much. <laughs> and that was if we ever like were on the same shift yeah me and the other two yeah. white guys but anyways it was all. It was a heavily, heavily Hispanic um, neighborhood and area. Yeah. And I came to like. It was. It was meant to be. Yeah. Oh, for God sure. used even my job to bring me closer to Him because I got a heart for that community. Yeah. And I got a heart for the poor. And it was like I would have never learned that if I went to a, a normal job that I could have gotten at a place I really liked, at a location I really wanted. Yeah. I would have never learned all those things I did. Now, was the job perfect? No. Yeah, it never is. But it was just like I know without a doubt that's where I needed to be yeah. at that time. Yeah. Not any sooner, not any later. Yeah. Um, and it's just like you have to trust that. Mm-hmm. that's like well, if things aren't happening to you or if things are happening to other people don't worry about that mm-hmm. and i know that's freaking hard trust it's me frustrating. it is very very hard but you have to it, trust in god if you believe in god and if you want to have faith like oh like god work on my faith yeah uh, he's probably working on your faith right now oh, yeah. let me tell you that right now yeah. it may not be the ways that you want him to work on it yeah so like, why why can't i be in a relationship why can't I be dating right now? I hear that the most. And it's like... Yeah, I'm tired of being single. And it's like... I I don't want to have this full conversation with everyone. So it's not like, here, let me sit you down and have a talk <laughs> with you. But if, if you heard this message and you're not connecting those dots, start. Start 100%. connecting them. 100%. Because there's a reason you're not dating. There's a reason you don't have a job. There's a reason fill in the blank. And whatever you're frustrated with, like the older brother of like, why can't I be celebrated? Why can't I have the have the um, fatted calf slaughtered for me? Yeah. Come on at a different approach. Why why is God doing this in me? Yeah. What's the reason? And I'll tell you there's an answer for it. Yeah. So yeah. it's just it's just I would I would say that as a huge encouragement because as I've looked back on some of those moments I have no regrets on how it played out and how I kind of saw God's 
hand move in the timing. It's like, wow, like, huh, you knew all along, God. Yeah. You knew, and, and you were behind the curtain moving the pieces the whole time. 100%, yes. But that was funny, dude. God God was like, oh, you don't want to apply McDonald's, huh? Watch this, watch this. I know. <laughs> and I, I mean, I always tell people now, I'm like, dude, three-year vet. <laughs> three-year vet. I, ba- I basically, until I started moving into like actual cash yeah you know that was where i worked dang Never yeah i left. didn't know i didn't know god was a mcdonald's fan huh <laughs> he is <laughs> he loves mcdonald's oh <laughs> uh, but i mean i totally agree and everybody even people that aren't listening to this podcast everybody has something that should be worked on yep and it may not be as big as other people but everybody has something they could work on. And the fact that everybody has something they could work on mm-hmm. should make it easier for you to understand or for you to be less judgmental of of people working in a different situation. Yeah. You may have a boyfriend, but this person doesn't have a boyfriend, so they are working so, so, and so in order to do that. Mm-hmm. And that should be seen like, oh, that makes sense. It shouldn't be like, oh, I have things figured out and I have a boyfriend, so... Mm, they're clearly not doing something right or, or mm. they're failing at something. It, it should be easier to to escape that judgment yeah, and to be more understanding and be more opening because, I mean, who knows? You could be the missing piece in someone else's problem mm. that, that needs to be fixed. Yeah. And I, I, I definitely agree. I took a step back with this and was like, well, what, what am I doing? What, mm. what is God doing? making me wait for or, or making me realize mm-hmm. because timing I feel like is a big one with a lot of people um, yeah I I've never had a girlfriend or I've only been working like minimum wage jobs yeah why can't I get a good job why can't I get into my career why can't I do this mm-hmm. and after hearing this those questions were like oh I mean God's making you realize mm-hmm. hey dude you're not ready for that yet yeah, and it hurt. It sucks to hear. I, I, I mean, after I thought about that, I thought about some of the things I I need to work in. I was like, wow, man, like maybe I'm not ready. Maybe I, maybe I'm just not as good as I thought I was for that. Or, or, or maybe God hasn't built me up to the right spot just yet. And yeah. for me, that timing thing is a big, big thing because I am, I'm very impatient. I, I'm, I'm probably the the last person to play long game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, it really made me put in perspective that, hey, God works on that timing too. Like everything is strategic mm-hmm. with him. If he wants to give it to you, he'll give it to you. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just not how it works in his plan. Mm-hmm. That's not how God intended it for you. Yeah. And I just encourage that in everybody is – is just see where God is trying to help you. Because it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got their own walk of life. Everybody's got a different journey. But God's just trying to help you or or improve that area in your life mm-hmm. to give you all the things you've wanted or to help you be ready for all the things you wanted. So Yeah. Um, and, and just to say something, this is more my opinion. This isn't factual. Um, like here's a here's a verse in the bible to reference it this is just this is my opinion i think i think god um he's a man 
of nature in the sense of how he works and how he plays things out. And I, I think one of the traits that he has is he doesn't like unfinished business. He doesn't like things being um, not completed. Yeah. So the way I kind of see it is we have like a painting that God starts us on. Mm-hmm. He's like, here, I want you to paint this. And we start, and let's say we get like 10% done. Yeah. Like when when we're working on that and we look over and we see another canvas, done. it's like God doesn't want us to stop when we've literally done like a tenth of yeah. it. And be like, oh, now I'm going to start this one. Yeah. And maybe I'll go back to that one later. And then I'll go to the third one, and then I'll be doing three at once, and I'll try and figure out the different techniques yeah. that are required for each one because not all of them are the same, but I'll figure it out. It's like, in my opinion, I think when God starts us on a journey or a painting, mm-hmm. for that matter, he wants us to get it done. Yeah. So if he's working on you with money, mm-hmm. if he's working on you with your family, whatever it is, you might actually know what it is. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. All right. But if he's working on you in something and, and, and you're painting it, finish the dang painting first. <laughs> and then, then you can have a conversation and say, oh, what's next? Yeah. You know, what do I get to paint next? Yeah. What are you, you going to teach me next? I don't think God is someone who has to start something without finishing it first. Um, now that's my opinion. I can't reference that, but that's just from my experience. Yeah. You know? And so if, if you are in a certain season of life that you're working on something, work on that. (laughs) It's not hard. It's actually quite simple. Work on that and then see if the next painting is money. See if the next painting's a, a relationship. See if the next painting's blank. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I agree. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's a great... That's a great kind of analogy you brought up because when I thought about that, and that might this might just be like the way I think or the personality I have, mm-hmm. is when God gives us a painting and I look around, I see a finished painting. I'm like, well, they finished it for me. Like that worked for them, so maybe I'll go try that, mm-hmm. or maybe I'll go do that. Yeah. And in reality, I mean, I, obviously, I don't know at the time, but God's like, hey, man, I wanted that for them. Yep. Don't worry, I got a completely different path. And mm-hmm. it's going to take some time. Or oh, you're about to finish your painting. Mm-hmm. Let's keep pushing on your path. And I think that's the thing I get caught up with too is, well, they finished theirs so fast or, or theirs is done. Mm-hmm. Or, or again, they got all that. Maybe I need to do that. And it will work for me. Or, or I'll get all that. Or I'll get a lot of money. Or I'll get a girlfriend. Stuff like that. Whereas, like you said, with... God, he wants you to finish your painting. Just be willing to uh, to wait or, or be willing to uh, follow God's path, no matter how long or, or how short it is. So, Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I thought this was a great sermon, uh, personally. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. It really helped me take a step back and kind of look at what God is trying to, to help me do in this season of life. Mm-hmm. And how can I work on that and how could I just build that strong relationship with him in order to uh to get his job done so 
Yeah. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed the sermon. Um, we're glad you guys tuned in and listened uh, to us. Um, thanks, Jordan, for listening. Um, we are on social media, so feel free to let us know uh, how you guys like the series so far. And we'll talk to you guys next time. All right. Peace. Peace.